0: The title of the chapter is Praying for Your Church Leader, or I I will pray for my church leaders. And I really do appreciate it when people pray for me. Uh, I've been blessed in my life with uh, uh, a couple of grandmothers that prayed for me faithfully, and my Mm -hmm. my folks prayed for me faithfully, and my wife's parents prayed for us and our ministry faithfully. And I've had folks in the church that uh, have, uh, you know, just Will tell me they're praying for me or praying for my kids, yeah. and uh, that that means that means a lot. Yes. And it's when you see some of those folks go to heaven, yeah. and you think, okay, Lord, I'm not going to have their prayer support anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully, somebody else will step up to the plate and do that yeah. because we yeah. do know that you know it's it's not me doing anything. It's yeah. it's it's God. If anything yeah. Yeah. happens through my ministry, it's all the Lord doing that. Yeah. I don't. want and I, yeah. I desperately need people to be praying for that yeah, yeah. So.
1: amen yeah I've appreciated the prayers of many and yeah and, and not only just that they're doing it but they're, they're actually even willing to tell you that they're doing it and sometimes the reverse happens right people say it, and it you know sometimes we've done that I I'm, say I'm praying for I'm you praying it, but for whether you. or not I'm actually doing that um, but it's encouraging when people are doing it and telling you they're doing mm-hmm. it um, yeah. Yeah. just the, the encouragement of the saints is is yeah. huge yeah uh, pastor talked about a number of people in the, his life and uh, same here a number in our our church and like he said even those that have gone now so, some of our one of our recently a couple of years ago one of our ladies that went to be with Jesus we would get a card from her several times a year or uh, multiple times a year and um, she would express her her commitment to pray for us and, yeah. and it's just so it's humbling and it's encouraging and uh yeah, so thankful for those people. And I know there's people currently there doing it too, so we rejoice. And to the sovereignty
2: of God, this probably happened for you as well, but a lot of times it's when we need it the most that that card happens to come in the mail. You know, they don't necessarily know if you're having like a the sure. illustration here of just how crazy Mike's day was with various things. Our days aren't always filled like that. Um, but yeah. you know, in the midst of one of those crazy days or weeks right. or something, then all of a sudden here comes this card from one of these ladies in the church that uh, you know very much is the prayer warrior, and uh, it's
3: just a huge, huge blessing uh, to read. Well, speaking of humility, um, the the qualifications for a pastor um, they're in 1 they're in Timothy three two through four. I'll, I'll bust through them real quick. An overseer, therefore, must be above reproach. The husband of one wife, self-controlled, sensible, respectable, hospitable, an able teacher, not addicted to wine, not a bully but gentle, not quarrelsome, not greedy, one who manages his own household competently, having his children un- under control with all dignity. What do you guys feel when you read that? Because that's that's a list. Like that's a that's a list.
0: Well, that's not just a standard for pastors. Those are God's expectation of every believer. Yeah, uh, God doesn't have a double standard. True. It does indicate that if a man's not demonstrating those things generally in his life, he he should be considered to be the pastor of of the church. And back in when Paul wrote that to Timothy, they didn't have seminaries mm-hmm. and yeah. things like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, most of your church leaders came up through. Uh, the, the churches, most of the pastors were were discipled and mentored and and moved into the area of the the pastor within the church and so people you know people knew them before they called them to be their their, their, their pastor there and you know I, I think once again Paul looks at the responsibilities and the qualifications i guess of uh being a pastor and he says who's sufficient for these things <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. you know Sometimes you you feel that way, and uh, but you you strive you strive to be what it's talking about in that particular passage of scripture, and also repeated in Titus one, and uh, do yeah. your best, do what you can. Yeah, agreed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I do think though that the element of um, of being qualified. I mean, it is a is a humbling uh, thing. I mean, the qualification, though, like, I mean, no, no one is perfect. Like, these things might be true in our life, but the, the truth is that no, nobody is perfect. And, and uh, just because uh, a pastor uh, fulfills those things and those very things can, as Pastor mentioned, can be found elsewhere— uh, even to the list right below it of deacon, many of those very same things are on that list. with I think the exception of the everything other, except right, apt to teach, the, the, the apt to yeah. teach, right? And so, so that that same standard, it, it, and it's it's high um, in, in some ways. It's high, but um, I guess one of the things that I, I was thinking about when I was just thinking about that, kind of looking as an example and all those kind of things, um, like your church leaders are not your um, you're the, the one to look to though. Like they're, they're not your, uh, uh, your example in the sense of they are the example that's pointing to the example. Yeah. It's yep. Paul yes. saying, follow me as, as I follow Christ, right? Correct. Like the, the point is that what, what you should be looking to in your pastor, what your pastor should be showing is not follow me. Like look at me. It's I'm mirroring something, hopefully mm-hmm. that you can see Christ in me. So, in the end, this is all pointing people to to Christ, and that's the goal—not just of the pastor, but of any any Christian, um, any any Christian who's you know, serious about following Jesus.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about the example aspect as well. That you know, we're we're put in a position and biblically held to a very s- specific standard uh, because we're handling the Word of Truth the way that we are, and it's important that we spend the time. Uh, to do it and do it and handle it correctly, which again, every believer is is called to do. Our Awana verses talks about uh, rightly handling the word of truth. Um, but uh, as a pastor, you tep- typically get put into a position that uh, is easier to see. It talks about your family and stuff being in this glass house, and everybody sees that family and can be overly critical of that family or whatever. But uh, uh, you hit on the head, what I was thinking, as far as yes, we are an example to the church, but hopefully we are uh, reflecting Jesus so that they see what we're doing, how we're living, as a good example of Jesus, because that's who we ultimately should all be focused on. And you know that that can be a danger for us as pastors that we need to guard from, because for some, uh, you know, if we allow pride into our life, we can become uh, the type of pastor that follow me look at me and it becomes about me um and, and that's a danger that's something that the the devil really wants to try and work on with with pastors that may struggle with some pride and, and that's why these qualifications are good for us to see for them to see because uh, it, it it helps to to challenge us and, and be checks and balances i think for for us as pastors too to make sure that we don't uh, uh behave in a way that's improper
3: yeah, so like we said before, the, the pastor is not all doom and gloom. Um it's it's that's just an that could be an aspect of it, um, with the wrong heart or even just because of circumstances. So just to kind of end on a lighter note, um what are some of the joys that you guys experience um as, as being pastor of church? Oh
0: yeah.
2: Oh. It's
0: great to see people come to know Christ yeah, as yep. Savior. Uh it's great to see people grow. Mhm. In your walk with the Lord, I'm glad God didn't call me to some type of an itinerant ministry where you go in and maybe you see people make a profession of faith, but where do they go from there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. It's uh, it's exciting to see people come to know the Lord and then see them grow in that walk with the Lord, and uh, it, it's exciting to watch kids be born into to families of, of the church and then watch those children grow up and walk with the with the Lord. That, that's really yeah. exciting to see that. And I've been around long enough to see some multi-generations yeah. <laughs> taking place here and that's yeah. that's, that's, that's thrilling. And on the other hand, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking when you see some young people that don't sure. follow the Lord, but yeah. we've been really blessed in, in the number of young people that have grown up here at First Baptist that yeah. are, are walking with God today, serving in other local churches yeah. and uh, so I've had other pastors come to me and said, hey, thanks for thanks for the influence that First Baptist has had in the life of yeah. so-and-so because now they're a deacon in our church yeah, or they're right, a leader right. in our church. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes, selfishly, we like to keep them all here right. <laughs> right, right, right. serving in Cairo, but, uh, yeah. you know, the, that that's kind of short-sighted. Greater God's, yeah. God's yeah. vineyard and harvest field is yes. a little broader than just Cairo. Setting yeah. those
2: arrows, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. No joke. Yeah, I'm, I feel that's really where my heart was as well. What Pastor was just saying is uh, growing up and for me being so involved in camp ministry and, and going to to college for camp ministry, spending time interning for camp ministry and all these kinds of things, that's where Chris Howard wanted to go. Uh, but God made it very evident uh, through that internship uh, just how important and vital the, the church is Uh, as a body of believers and as a uh, ministry opportunity um, because so often you had campers coming in for a weekend or a week and sure you get to share uh, truth with them and and see these kinds of heart changes and stuff that can kind of amp you up and get excited but then uh, you're kind of left there and and I always wonder what happened with this person or that person and and so one of the greatest joys that that I have as a, a pastor is to be a part of that follow-up, see a student come in as a, as a seventh grader and graduate uh, from high school and be a part of that journey uh, and growing them and hopefully being used as a tool to, to deepen their faith. Uh, we just went to a, a winter camp this last weekend um, and had a couple of our uh, regular students invite some of their friends. And again, another one of those blessings as a pastor to see is Uh, You meet this uh, student brand new uh, and they come to a retreat and uh, just see them uh, being exposed to the gospel and and, and meeting uh, Jesus or the gospel at at that moment and their eyes kind of being opened and they're at that spot of decision. Uh, And uh, yes, there's some emotions that are a part of that, but uh, as they um, are new, maybe feeling uncomfortable and yet come to you, or my wife in this case, because it was a young lady, uh, and just seeing uh, the, the battle inside as, as God is, is bringing truth to them and, and the devil's trying to hold on to her and, and she recognizing uh, the truth. Those kinds of things are, are just amazing. And so now I'm really excited for tomorrow, for this Wednesday, and uh, hopefully having her come to youth group. And, I mean, this is the beginning of, of that stuff that we had talked about and seeing where it goes from there. And uh, as a youth pastor, seeing other students, and even for a senior pastor, I think, um, seeing your people uh, grab hold of the truth and then becoming the disciples, right? And, and not not being about us as pastors being trained and then going out and making disciples, but seeing our people uh, grab a hold of that and start uh, being ministers um, as well. So, I mean, that stuff just gets you passionate and excited and I'll stop talking now cause I'll just keep going on it. Cause that's, that's exciting stuff. I think What's new for me, for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, relationships are a, a joy it's been true for uh, Amanda and I for the years that we've been here. One of the blessings of being able to be at a church for, for a number of years is to not only to see generationally uh, things happen, which we've had the opportunity to begin to see some of those things too, but, um, but to just walk with people through the the, the things in their life, sure. and so walking with students in, through high school and into colleges and into premarital counseling with <laughs> Peter and Allie and and then getting to have them here for a year, your brother and Jenny, and so a number of these families that we're getting to see through different aspects of their life has been just so so uh, encouraging uh such a joy I, I mean right the the language of there's no greater joy than to know that your children walk with the lord right like that that language we understand that in a you know uh, in, in, in individual family or a nuclear family but but I, I think we feel that sense in brothers and sisters walking with jesus too um in our in our faith family and so uh it it is a joy uh, relationships have been and in new relationships too like that's the other thing that recently has we've just been re- kind of renewed the joy of, of new people coming to our church and getting to know new people and uh, them kind of calling our church home and getting invested. And uh, there's some pretty pretty neat things happening right now with that, and we're, we're pretty excited about what the future could be there too.
0: Somebody said that there's two eternal things besides God himself. That's the word of God and the souls of people. As a pastor, you get to uh, handle the word of God And teach and preach the word of God and you get to be involved with with people especially concerning their eternal souls so we get the opportunity to make our lives count for eternity and uh, all believers can do that but as a pastor that's kind of what you focus in day in day out what a thrill somebody told me that they wouldn't want my job for anything and I said that's good because I don't don't really want to give it up
3: (laughs) (laughs) so as we wrap up, this is talking about praying for our church leaders, and so um, it's kind of helpful because we have three pastors here. So, um, if you guys could briefly, I mean, briefly share a prayer request that, that people can be praying for you about, um, just to give people some some things to talk to God about.
2: Uh, I'll go ahead and start. I got two things: uh, the uh, aforementioned uh, students uh, and the follow up from the winter retreat. Um, again, that's one of the, the things about being a pastor is you can be a part of that follow-up, uh, not just getting them amped up or taken to a camp where they can uh, uh, meet uh, with Jesus in a more concentrated fashion, but then be able to follow up with that so you can be praying for that. Uh, and then uh, secondly, uh, just for myself and Julie, as uh, we're still uh, anxiously awaiting uh, little baby here at the end of May um so julie's uh, starting to feel a little bit better in her second trimester here uh, and have been asked by a lot of people how she's doing she's doing well um, but uh, we're we're just anxiously awaiting um, uh, this bundle
0: of joy i would just ask that people would pray that i would be faithful and strong in the lord and and model christ in what i do in my life That's... Mm-hmm. yeah i think
1: uh, that's that is a great prayer request, specifically uh, for for uh, for me. I, I guess just pray. Um, I guess not specifically. Well, specifically for me, but also for our church. Just the transition that that this year is um, what's coming, and we're thankful for the confidence that we have in the Lord, and we're looking forward to what God has for our church. But we recognize that that all of that affects uh, real people, and so. Yeah. Uh, we're excited for what God has in store. We're excited for um, the next number of months that that what God's going to do at our church. And then beyond that, we are looking forward in faith. And so praying for our church, praying for our, our pulpit committee yeah. um, and direction and wisdom and insight for them and that we would all uh, want to follow Jesus together and unity and all those, all those things.
3: Yeah. Amen. Yeah, so as we close, I just want to thank you guys uh, for being a part of the podcast and for being our church leaders. It is a great responsibility, and um, at least to me, you guys have done it really well in, in fostering my growth as a Christian and uh, shepherding me along. And so I, I thank you guys for that. Um, and uh, we will continue to be praying for you guys.